Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dugout <laughs> Podcast. You're here with Ryan, Jackie, and Cal. But we don't have um, Benny here today. No. <laughs> <laughs> the reason Ben's not yeah. here <laughs> is because Liverpool version of the debate we had last week on the podcast... Benny um, got proved wrong and didn't want to show his face this week after last week in the embarrassment. Oh, God. No, nah, in all seriousness, he's on the holiday of Fraser, but we're keeping the ball rolling. Football keeps going. We keep going. The show goes on. The show goes on. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so how we doing, boys? Yeah, good, man. Good, good, good. I can't believe Benny's been via twice without even knowing it, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what it gets for missing out for the boys. <laughs> but this week we'll be talking about um, the games that just happened on the weekend We're probably not even going to bother too much about internationals We'll then talk about the um, conspiracies of the football world We've got some real deep things we need to talk about It's real serious <laughs> And then we've, um, we'll go into predictions for next week But that's about it I think we're talking about FIFA yeah, we did. We mentioned FIFA. that the new FIFA has come out and it's, so just for everyone, this is the second time of recording this intro. <laughs> um, yeah, the new FIFA's come out and it's the exact same as the last one if you're not on next gen, which is that's crazy. a great way to spend $70, you know. What's different with the next gen? Like it's all fancy and there's all new video oh. animations and stuff, so it feels way more. Free kicks are different, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, free kicks and penalties are different. All, all set pieces are different. But yeah. it's actually, pr- it's easier to score see free kicks because yeah. you can just, Move the little thing and select knuckle and yeah. it quick, and then you can just knuckle balls. Any updates of pro clubs or no? Uh, that it now like links to Volta, oh. so you can level up your pro offline. But other than that, so they added cross play on Ultimate Team, but not on pro clubs. Yeah, so you still have to play with the one lot yeah. of people. Sure, I know, like in like a month, it'd be like half price. So I might just get it in Big W for yeah. like 50 bucks in a month. I just want to play draft. I just love playing draft. Yeah. I'd wait till the World Cup mode comes out. Yeah. That's the only reason I bought this one because it's the last actual FIFA game there's going to be and yeah. the World Cup mode is always fun ass. That'll be an antique in about 50 years, mate. Yeah. Well, be able to have my whole collection there. <laughs> <laughs> what was yeah, the first FIFA we played? What was FIFA 05. 05. On PS2. Yeah, I think it'd be 05 for me too. Sure. I played 03. That was my first. I think Terry Henry was on the cover and Edgar Davis. Davids? Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. That was the first one. Yeah. The free kicks in that was sick, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I remember I used to play, I never played against like the computer or anything. I'd do the old turn both controllers on. And yeah. Just play, like, <laughs> one would sit there and you have Man United and you just like, I remember trying for hours against Newcastle to score with Rooney from like kickoff. Yeah. So like playing it off and then just like hitting it as hard as he, and it worked. And I was like, oh, this is sick. Yeah. And I showed dad and he's like, yeah, but you can do it against anyone, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess. It was sick, like, well, I think it was FIFA 08 when they first brought out where you could um, just be any player in the world and just versus a keeper and do tricks and shit. Oh, and yeah, shit. the yeah. old skills arena. Yeah. 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 Ah, the memories. Uh, <laughs> uh, to go back and have no responsibilities to play FIFA all day. <laughs> Playing FIFA 24-7. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, I don't think we'll touch too much on the internationals. There was just friendlies. There's no point probably until the World Cup. So we haven't even got team selection just. There's no point no. even talking about the teams until we've got a confirmed selection. So yeah. I guess we could just roll into the Prem of the weekend. Because it's back. It felt like it was gone for like a year. Yeah. Like a whole off-season. Yeah. And oh. it came back and it's absolute weekend of incredible football matches. There's yeah. been so many goals scored. 
few surprise results, a few kind of predictable ones. Um, I must say, you two boys have absolutely smashed the predictions this week. I've been really let down by my little friend. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's jump into it. The North London derby. At home at the Emirates, Arsenal versus Tottenham. Some would describe this as an absolute demolition job by Arsenal. Fucking Tottenham didn't even look like they were up for it for like the first 40 minutes mm. or so. Like they played no football. So passive. It was just, yeah, it was just so deep. Mm. I think they tried to set up to play a certain way, but I don't think they were prepared for how fluid and attacking Arsenal no. were going to be. Yeah, Arsenal were very impressive. They had so much of the ball, so patient too. They were getting into those key areas and then just sitting there and waiting for Tottenham to do something. And yeah. There was no reaction from them. If you go um, to Partey's goal, like, Arsenal kept the ball for so, for so long. Yeah. yeah. Just sort of waiting for that moment to be able to pass forward. Yeah. Didn't end up passing forward, but it's called a screamer instead. Absolutely. What a hit from Partey too. Yeah. The way he shot that too, like his body was opened up right and then somehow like bent his shoulder. Yeah. Curled the top right. Just like, holy it. fuck. Yeah. When I first yeah. saw it, I thought, oh, he's just powered it into the top corner. But no, it was like a sweeping curl. Yeah. Like, you got power onto it as well. Yeah, those curl shots are hard to get mm. some fucking to get an actual strength bit of, behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I must say, um, Hugo Lloris. Oh, I think it's time to start talking about him no longer being Tottenham's goalie it's because yeah, he's two mistakes. I, th- I mean, two mistakes in the first ten minutes. The Jesus mistake as well, like mm. not being able to trap the ball and get it under him. I think he's what pushing. Five ish, yeah. no, Hugo Lloris. In the first 10 minutes, he made two missed passes that went straight to Arsenal's mm. midfield, too. It is hard when you against a team like Arsenal or even City where you give back possession when the few times you get possession, you just give it straight back to them. That's, yeah. that's when teams capitulate. And in this one, save for a hurricane penalty because he always has to score in all mm. North London derbies, <laughs> it's not a North London derby unless Kane scores. Yeah, it was embarrassment for Tottenham, I think. Yeah, definitely. But it just shows the brilliance of Arsenal at the moment. Like, they're, they, they're staying past the level of just, you know, winging games and getting yeah. good results. Like, they're staying quite consistent against big teams. Like, they lost against United, but besides that, they bounced back really well. Yeah. I think that's one of the big points. I think that's the impressive, like, that's why we'll get to it. Obviously, this United-City result hurt so much is because the performance against a team like Arsenal, who are... Very similar based. But yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, but what <laughs> Arsenal, like, it's so promising being an Arsenal fan now because they've been fucking in the slums for years. Yeah. Like, as of recent. So to have, like, a front four in itself of that style it was Martinelli, Odegaard, Jesus, and Saka. Mm. Like, that's so young. Yeah, exciting well, the whole squad, they've got the youngest squad in the Prem. Yeah. Right? I think Southampton do now, but. Oh, yeah, the Martinelli. Yeah. You, you are right, yeah. Um, but yeah, Arsenal fan TV is not fun to watch anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. what do we do? Yeah, honestly, what do we do? <laughs> must have just dropped off. Yeah. <laughs> That's a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just fucking. I haven't seen anything. I was thinking that actually. As yeah. we were just talking. I'm like, I haven't seen anything of Don Robbie talking about yeah. shit. <laughs> but shout out to I'm with Spurs. Shout out to Kane because I think he played all right for what he could do. Yeah, like in trying to hold up play, drop him back. He had really good control and pressured areas mm. to try and bring his team up, but. Just the rest of the team wasn't clicking with them. No. No. It's just one of those days where the way they set up, they couldn't get the ball through their midfield up to those attacking areas to exploit the spaces. Just Arsenal were very good. Granite Xhaka as well. Yeah. 
actually quite decent this season. Yeah. Ever since he got that cockney haircut. Yeah. <laughs> since he <laughs> He's got the, the boys now. Yeah. <laughs> got the fade. The fans are back on his side. And yeah, yeah. well done, Arsenal. Shout outs. You still lost to United, you mugs, but well done. Imagine <laughs> if fucking Arsenal go on to win the league. That'd be insane. I mean, they're going to have to fucking not drop any more points. Yeah. Because there's a big oh, yeah. behemoth behind them. It's steamrolling teams. It is early, but they are in the driving seat. They are. It's they are. mental that they're still top of the table currently yeah. as we record this. Swardy, 6-1-1 one, one in results. So like six wins, yeah. one draw, one yeah. loss. Oh, no. Seven wins, zero draws, one loss. Yeah. I was going to say, City are only behind because they've drawn those. <coughs> also, yeah, I want Tottenham is still third, seventeen yeah. points. Definitely not. So, I mean, we're not saying they fell off. No, nah, this got bounced back. Wasn't their game? To, yeah, to win this one, they didn't look like they wanted it at all. Even when they got the penalty goal, I think they yeah. equalised the game, didn't it? And went one all then. Yeah, they still didn't push for any type of result. But um, shout out to Arsenal's um, board as well for sticking with Arteta. He had like a bumpy ride there, but he didn't just like out of nowhere sack him. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was it. calling for his head. Yeah, Arteta yeah. yeah. was the, was the cause. Yeah, yeah. But I think he just had so much deadwood together that Arsenal team. Like there was just so many yeah. players in that team were just it was just like you played them. It's just shocking to watch. So I think he's finally getting to the point now where he's got his own team built. Not even finally. I think he's got his own team built now. Yeah. So yeah, everything he does now is building on that, improving the depth. I think is yeah. a big thing because especially the midfield. Yeah, the later we get into these. The season and the competition, they're going to start to potentially start to fade off when you've got to use players like Laconga and yeah. instead of Party and Jacker. That's so true. Because, like, even Liverpool at the moment, we've got 13 games in the next 40 days. Yeah. yeah so it gets busy now. Mm-hmm. But I was speaking with Jack about this. Like, usually it doesn't get this busy until like December. Yeah. yeah. It's just been, everything's yeah. just been jammed in yeah, right now because of the World Cup. Fucking World Cup. And postponements, probably. Postponements, yeah. yeah, the two weeks and. Yeah, so it's, it's gonna, gonna be it's a hectic, it's gonna be a hectic end to the season because yeah. I can't imagine they're gonna reschedule games because the Champions League is brought up because of the World Cup. Mm. Yeah, so all the games are gonna have to be rescheduled after the World Cup. Yeah, otherwise it's gonna end up like twenty games in yeah. <laughs> in the next forty five days or whatever. Well, it'll be it'll be basically three games a week, three games every seven days. Yeah, just about from now to the end of the season, which is silly for the players. Mental, yeah, apart yeah. from that little gap. For the World Cup. World Cup, in which teams, you know, players will be playing anyway. Yeah, playing a shitload of games. It's all good. I'm just dropping. Yeah, it's all right. He likes holding it. It's like more like a presenter type <laughs> style. Yeah. So it's predictions for this one: um, three of us had it as draws. One of us had it as an Arsenal win, and that was Jackie, who's, like I said, firing this week. So Scarcy and I had it two all. Jackie had it two one to Arsenal, and Benny had it one all. Hi. It was a tough one, that, because look, w- when I was predicting this, I was thinking back to Tottenham versus Chelsea mm. and how Tottenham were just so up for it. Yeah. I was thinking it might be similar, but just Arsenal will just have that a little bit more. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking too. Uh, I thought Tottenham would come out trying to play football. Tottenham just gave nothing. Didn't offer. Tried to just sit in against a team like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult <laughs> to do. Um, Bournemouth versus Brentford. Was a game of football played for 90 minutes this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to w- double check. And I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> I, I watched the highlights. There wasn't many. Damsgaard had a chance. Um, yeah, nil all. I'd say points dropped for 
Brentford big time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You look at the early performances this year, but this is, you know, this is what happens when teams, you can't play at 100% the whole time. You can't get 10 out of 10 games out of players every time. Um, Bournemouth, since Scott Parker left, become very compact, very hard to break down. Mm. And still can't score. <laughs> can't score goals, yeah. Um, but Brentford, yeah. Big struggle on their part. The big yeah. boys, you know, Tony didn't actually play any international football, but... And that was like a game they had to win as well because the next five is looking tough. Like, or maybe the next three games are looking tough. Like, they got Newcastle at home, then they got Brighton away, and then Chelsea away. Yeah. So, like, that was like an important mm. three points they needed them. Like, especially for this run of games that mm. are coming up. So, be interesting to see how they bounce back, especially against Newcastle. So, yeah, we'll just jump straight into predictions for this one. Uh, Scassi had it 2-1 to Brentford. Jackie, you had it a draw, so you've got another result there, mate. Benny had it 2-0 for Brentford, and I had it 3-1 Brentford. Um, There we go. Now, this game here, surely not. We didn't all pick this game 2-1. I don't know what's happened there. Something's messed up, but, yeah. Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. I think I did pick two one for I that think one. We did, yeah. yeah we all pick it two one. I think one. we talked about it on the pod like it's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, it's crazy. So <laughs> I, 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 like I literally <laughs> thought that it'd be one all, yeah. and Chelsea would get a last minute winner, and that's what they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, be- yeah, Connor Gallagher coming back to haunt Crystal Palace. Um, respect player. to him that he didn't celebrate too, because that's his first goal for Chelsea. Yeah, and he has to not celebrate against his loaned out team. <laughs> What do we feel about Aubameyang in the Chelsea squad? I mean, it does the business. It I'm, does, yeah. I don't think he's happy about it now that no. Tuchel's not there, but... Still getting minutes. Yeah, minutes. Potter seems to like him, so credit to him. You reckon Potter signs Trossard now? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> he is a player, but like besides what he did for the Liverpool game, he is a yeah. quality player. Yeah, when we get to the Liverpool-Bryant game, I want to talk about him because I think he's ready for a big top six move. Mm. Mm. But yeah, some of those Brighton players are. Yeah, but. this this Chelsea team, like, other than the slow start, the Odson Edward goal was fantastically well taken. Are oh, you with a great ball and Edward so strong in the box? Yeah, its potential is you know, Crystal Palace are one of those teams that can score a lot of goals when they're firing. It just wasn't their week, unfortunately. But Chelsea, yeah, two goals: Gallagher or Bamiang, both really well taken goals. Gallagher's especially. Good performance from Silva. Yeah. Thiago Silva. He well, did have just that. Just on Silva, just the handball. That handball was yeah. outrageous. He should be in red card. Yeah, for, yeah, I agree. For me, that's just, he should be sent off. Superman punching a ball from yeah. somebody's feet. Is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was um, ridiculous. this weekend has been, mm. again, another contentious weekend of red cards all over the shot. Some of them yeah. deserve, some of them not. The yeah. Sinistera one. The Tom, uh, the, in the Tottenham Arsenal game, there was a red card. Yeah, for Emerson. Emerson. Is that what you just said? No, the Sinistera oh. leads versus um, Villa. Sinistera got his second yellow for standing in front of the ball. Yeah. Oh. Took it and he just stuck oh, his leg that. out. Yeah. There's a couple of red cards. I saw one as well. Um, what game was it? I saw someone get like side foot in the ankle. It was like deadly as. That I was Emerson. Yeah, I think it was Emerson. Yeah. Emerson. I thought I saw another one, but I might be wigging out. Yeah, it must be. So yeah, Emerson. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was silly. Like the ball was nowhere near <laughs> in that one. It's just a derby tackle, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, it was Fulham versus Newcastle. So I guess we'll speak about that when we yeah, talk about it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. are right. You yeah, are right. Was, um, that was a shocking as well. yeah tackle yeah. as well. 
But that one, yeah, on Emerson was fucking brutal. Lucky he got up after it. Yeah. It's fine. Like, those tackles will can end your career. Yeah. And everything looks worse nowadays too because... Slow motion. Yeah, it's yeah. slow motion. Everyone wears fucking tiny little <laughs> shin pads and massive studs on their boots to ruin each other. Every time I see Tiago, his socks are like down here. Yeah. It's like, bro, where are your shin pads? Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't understand. Just wear fucking shin pads. Tiago? Yeah. <laughs> just wear shin pads like... And Grealish as well. Yeah, Grealish does it. I've seen shin pads you can buy nowadays that's just a sheet of plastic, like two mil thick, and you mm. heat it in water and you just put it on your thing. And it's literally like... Six centimeters long. Sure, his shin pads aren't that annoying. Like, no, like yeah. the old days, the big clunky ones, yeah. But nowadays, like, yeah. you can get little tiny ones that still do the job. But even look back in the days that the players wearing them, like R9, Ronaldinho, David Beckham, they all had those big, chunky, yeah, fuck off shin pads in, and they were doing tech is stuff that hasn't been recreated since. I like, feel like Ron, uh, Ronaldo, especially, yeah, he, I feel like he had just massive shin pads. He wore the mass with the full ankle supports, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, he yeah. did. I, R9. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just baffles me that players nowadays are like trying to use bits of cardboard or like, yeah, their bottles. They cut their bottles in half and stuff them in. Like, like, have they never I been? Play, I played with a fella um, at Kabulcha who, who legit put um, stubby cores for shin pads. <laughs> it's the most Aussie thing ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's mental. Like, yeah. just wear shin pads. It's not. I don't understand it. I wear as big ones as I can fit on. Like, I don't want to ruin my legs. Yeah. I think yeah. I got booted in the shins once in football, and then I bought even bigger ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It I'm sucks getting kicked. <laughs> it's the worst place to get kicked. Yeah. But yeah, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. <laughs> 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 yeah, somehow we all picked this game 2-1, so we all get the three points for that one. Um, shout out the boys. Shout out to the boys. Fucking hell. First time we've all backed the one result. Still not a bad result. right. So not like a bad, bad result for Palace though. Even no. though he lost. Like not it was a, it was like an honourable loss. Yeah. If you look at it on paper, that's a team they should be losing to. But yeah, you know, shout out to Vieira. Yeah, Vieira's doing the damn thing. Crystal Palace, they're flying this year, especially without Gallagher. Because I thought that would have been their drop off. Mm. But they've no, just the, um, the proven they bought in a fantastic. As and Olise, like quality. Yeah, I do love those two players. You do. I think if they get a ro- <laughs> if they get a right winger. It's going to be serious. Like, if they get a replacement for Ayu. Even then, Ayu still puts in such a good shift for him. Like, yeah. He's so, under, he's so underrated for what he does for that team. I used to... Um, I think his work rate is what he's about. Respect to Ayu, but this is how far off Liverpool used to be. I went, Ayu went to Swansea, and then um, he found out that Liverpool wanted him after he signed his contract. And then he was saying in the press that he would have went to Liverpool for free. And I remember at the time I was fuming because I can't remember who our front three was, but it was shocking. I think we had like Markovic up there and Ricky Lambert, Ricky Lambert, Ricky Lambert <laughs> yeah, Ricky Lambert and Barini and Balotelli. I was just like, as if we didn't sign you. <laughs> I was fuming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus, what a, what a far way you've come now. Yeah, what was it? Ricky Lambert, Barini, and Balotelli had like two goals between them for like twenty games or something. That's gross. That's what you want from your front three. I swear we only signed Ricky Lambert because he was a scale, so there's no other yeah. reason for us to sign Ricky Lambert. Didn't he used to bang goals. Wasn't he at Southampton before? Was that yeah. when you were signing anyone who played well for Southampton? Or Stoke or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Good old days, eh? Yeah, bring him back, I reckon. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, next up at Craven Cottage, we have Fulham versus Newcastle. So this is Chalibur's red card? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was also terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, was I also didn't realize Nathaniel Chalibur was at 
Fulham. I thought you were still at Watford. So. And I was surprised that the referee kept the game going after the tackle. Like the referee saw the tackle and then just yeah. said, play on and let the game play out. Like You saw how dangerous of a tackle that was. Yeah. Refs don't make decisions these days. No. They just wait for they the just wait VAR. Because yeah. they don't want to make the wrong one and then yeah. get overturned by VAR anyway. Yeah. You heard him screaming too. Like, why have he fucking snapped his leg? Yeah. The refs yeah. like, play on. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Might have scored though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but looking at the stats of this game, like 4-1 before we get into the goals. Like possession, 68% to Newcastle, 19 shots to three. Like this is what I was predicting with Fulham, that there will be a drop off. Like yeah, we all yeah. said it the first week, they can't keep this up. They can't keep this up. No. Like quite frankly, yeah, they were dying a man, but even with that. Like Newcastle fucking pulled their pants down and yeah. slapped them in front of their home fans. Newcastle have too much. Kieran Trippier, I need to give the biggest shout out to because he is the best English right back in football at the minute. He is so sensational. Oh, he's not better than Walker. <laughs> like, he's better than Walker. The way he, like, he's so well rounded. He's so good defensively. Going forward, his ability to put a ball into the box, like that one for the Willock won the headache for that. Wilson put in the back of the net for the first goal. Just mm. sensational. Not a lot of time on the ball. Inch perfect ball. So who's England's right back for the World Cup then? Who would you choose? Would you choose Walker or Trippier? Oh, it's between Reese James and Trippier for me. If it's me, I put Walker in a back three as a centre back. Yeah. So it's between Reese James and Trips. And honestly, I'd probably take Trips purely for the set piece yeah. ability. Like it was a back four, I'd probably pick Walker. Yeah. But then if it was a back five, I'd have to go Trent. Just because of the coverage he has. Well, well we don't want to be lacking <laughs> defensively, mate. We don't want to be lacking defensively. But yeah, shout out Newcastle. Miguel Almiron was actually quite decent. Two finishes. Mm. The first that volley might be goal of the season. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't just the volley. It was just the way he was positioned. Like on the right side of the box, his body's like facing the right post but he still gets his left foot on it and gets a top left like that is yes. unbelievable why did he not swing his right foot at that yeah Would've exactly it easier for himself yeah. <laughs> but no he just went for the spectacular yeah. or even like open his body up and try um, side foot it like he yeah. just went fuck it yeah, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. completely mugged Leno off too because he was not expecting it since um, I don't know if you've heard but during preseason Jack Grealish said um, well just bagging Miggy yeah. out since then, he's been good. It was the celebrations for yeah. when they won the league, I think, yeah. when Grealish was pissed as. Yeah. And I think he said to Silva, you're worse than Almiron or something yeah, yeah, along yeah. those lines. Yeah. And since then, Almiron's like, well, watch this bitch. Yeah. Oh, was he actually mugging them off? Yeah. yeah. I thought, like, there's a video. Bernardo's taking a video, and Grealish is just absolutely pissed out his head. And he's like, he's worse than Almiron. <laughs> <laughs> I sound just like him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, mate. I can turn from me if I want. <laughs> but yeah oh. It's just Grealish is fucking Wild for those celebrations What a lad What a boy mm. He looks like he's coming Into his colours now But I guess yeah. we'll speak about that Yeah we will know again. But yeah Shout out to Newcastle For this one Doing the damn thing They're, they're in for a big season I going to say There's something to get on track For that big prediction That we all gave Gave them top 10 Yeah it's so They're on track on. They're what 7th at the minute I think they're just behind yeah, us yeah. On the league even they've got a few big games besides Brentford. You then got United, Everton, and Spurs. Mm-hmm. Like, but Everton for them should be a comfortable three points. Yeah, believe it. Yeah, Spurs. I mean, they took Man City to the depths. Maybe they'll do the same. 
Everton have had a good bounce too. Like they they got ten points now, sitting on eleventh. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say Everton have, have been difficult to beat now. Yeah, yeah, they've won two in a row, so a bit of form for them. We will get to Everton, but for well, let's get to our predictions here before I. It's hard not to indulge. bounce everywhere. Right? <laughs> um, Scassy picked this one one nil Newcastle. Jackie had it three all. Benny yes. had it two one to Newcastle, and I had it one all. Um, let's go now to Anfield where. The man of the moment, Leandro Trossard. What, you a, go. what a shift from that boy. Like, there's obviously people we could bag out and, you know, we will do that because it will be fun. But <laughs> Leandro Trossard has to get all the plaudits in the world and also Bobby Firmino because mm. without him, you lot would have been fucking embarrassed. Like, I prefer not to speak like Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Leandro Trossard. Some incredible finishes in there. So persistent, so dangerous. Every time he was in and around that Liverpool defence. Those first two goals shouldn't even be an opportunity to begin with. Mm. And Yeah, the reason he even got those opportunities... Why were they opportunities? Ridiculous. <laughs> Who was at fault for those opportunities? The first one was probably... Hendo. Hendo, yeah. And then Trent was just in a bad position because of Hendo's mistake. And then the second one was just... I don't know why Trent tried to chest it. Yeah, Mate, just fucking put your head on. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, the first one was Hendo, second was Trent. And I think this when I saw the lineup, I was just like, why is Cavalio playing left wing, and why is Elliot not playing? Like Elliot's been our best player all season. Easy, he's put on the bench, and then we've got Jota and Diaz sitting on the bench. But for some reason, we give Cavalio his first ever chance at left wing, and it's like we're in a period now where we can't be just taking. Wiggy lineups. Just well, to Diaz had only just come back from international. From but we still had Nunes Francis. and Jota. Yeah, like I don't think Cavalier when he when we got two nil down, I think it was or one nil down. Cavalier pushed into that number ten role and he just looked natural again. Mm. Like he, yeah. was, he was making runs, he was picking passes, he was dropping off and was playing the way he played. Out left, he was just a ghost, and he doesn't put in the same running work rate that a Diaz does. When no, Diaz came on, you saw him just sprint for days. And that's yeah. what Mane used to do. And that's why we never got caught out on that left-hand side. So this lineup, I just didn't understand it when I first saw it. I was like, how can you not play your most informed player and then put a 19-year-old on the wing when we've got like three players who play that position on the bench? Yeah, so it's a confusing one. Do you think Klopp is perhaps searching for answers? Like he's kind of, he doesn't understand why the team aren't performing. So he's just... Chucking shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. Yeah, I think there's a bit of that, and there's just a lot of experimentation because he he seems very stuck to four three three. Doesn't seem like he wants to change it. Mm. I feel like that's where the change needs to happen. Personally, is the formation because we're not the same. Like Trent, he needs to be a fullback or a midfielder. I don't think him standing right back is good, especially if we have a midfield problem. Like if we say Trent is not defending well because our midfield's a problem. You can't just keep playing Trent because then if our midfield's a problem, he's going to keep getting called out every week. So we rather need to play a back three or put Trent in midfield. Um, yeah. What do you reckon, Jack? What's your thoughts at the moment? Um, I'd love to see Trent in the midfield, but I don't think we have a backup right back at the moment. We've got Calvin Ramsey, the youngster. That's is about he, it. Is he on the bench there? No, nah, but he came back. I saw him in this um, Liverpool like video on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's back next game. But we've okay. also got Joe Gomez. I was going to say, Joe Gomez can play it right back, can't he? Yeah, From Joe Gomez. Conventional right back, I guess. 
But even like a back three of like Virgil, Matip and Gomez or Virgil, Matip and Canate have Robbo and Trent as wing wingers, like wing backs. I'd like to see if Trent's going to stay there. He's just like hug the touchline a bit more. Because mm. he, he is coming in, which is when like, the season started, I was like, oh, look at this. Trent's fucking picking up new spots or whatever. Finds himself at striker sometimes. Yeah, striker, number but 10, number 8. He's always in that area, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't. obviously it's something that Klopp has said. Well, Klopp said that in the interviews. Up. He said he doesn't understand why Trent gets called out because balls get put in beyond him. He's like, that's his but, job. Yeah. But then it's like, well, we need to not let balls get in beyond him. Then. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, or yeah. fix that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, if you don't want to blame Trent, like, then you got to... Find a solution for that problem because we're conceding goals every game because yeah. of Trent pushing those positions. So I'm not sure. It's probably 50 50 blame a Klopp in the system and Trent. I think, yeah, the media just wants to put all the focal point on Trent because it creates headlines. But And he's also yeah. like, you can blame Klopp, you can blame the tactics. But yeah. when it's happening, yeah. there is only one man at fault. Like, yeah. it is, well, it comes fully down to Trent yeah. not being somewhere or. And yeah. It's kind of hard because we disagree. play a high line. Yeah, I disagree with that because we play high lines, we get counter-attacked and he's in like a number 10 position and we got someone sprinting down the left wing and it's like, how is he meant to get back in time for that? So that's when our midfield is meant to, like Henderson and Fabinho are meant to be at that right back position. Then Fabinho is meant to drop off and cover the centre just in case he turned yeah. in. That's just not happening. I don't well, know. When he gets caught out like that, like, yeah, there's yeah. not much. If you're down the opposite end of the pitch, but it's when he's within five metres and he's still just walking back into play or just watching play happen around him. Yeah. And that like, you look back at the United difference. game, mm. Sancho's goal wouldn't happen if Trent is jogging mm. into yeah. his face. Like. Yeah, no, I'd, I sort of disagree a little bit, but I do think a break for him would be a good thing. Mm. I th- just to get him out of the even spotlight. With just the media. Ha- exactly. Just take yeah. him out of the media's eye line for a, a week. Like, yeah. You play yeah. City next, you know Arsenal. Arsenal. I'm not sure if that does him more harm than good if he gets benched, like for his own mentality, like besides the media, like just to chuck him on the bench. I, ben- I think the media would even slate him as well if he gets put on the bench for a week. Probably. He'll get absolutely railed for that. Like Trent, we told you, is all he's trash and they'll make memes but about someone else starting yeah, over him. I was going to say, what if he gets benched and then you win and you don't concede those goals? Yeah, but I think we need to change of formation. It's bigger than Trent, our issues in the moment. Definitely. Definitely bigger than Trent. The fact that Mohamed Salah mm. has not found the back of the net since Fulham. Yeah. Mm. I, I think, think Salah, he hasn't been playing bad. No, nah, I think he's been one of our better players, to be honest. Yeah, he has. He's, he's, just, just, he's just not falling for him. Yeah, he's, just, he's not getting the service. Yeah. He's not. No one else is working around him. Like, yeah, on midfield at the moment, especially this game on midfield and left wing. Like, I love Carvalho, but he didn't really play until he pushed into the number 10. <coughs> Costas didn't play too well. Um, Hendo Fabinho didn't play the greatest so yeah for me it has to be a change of formation I'd love to see a back three especially with playing the high line mm-hmm. as well like a back three then just let Trent Robbo Thiago Fabinho and then the front three just do their thing mm-hmm. then we've got the coverage of Virgil Matip and Canato which can easily play that role of being the last line of defence Especially with Allison, Allison fucking kept us in that game hectic. Oh, Allison! Yeah, Allison was. If it weren't for a hat trick from Trossard, Allison's man of the match for sure. Yeah, yeah. but for me, yeah, we got to change formation. Four three three is just every week it's not working, and I feel like people are starting to find the passes in between our lines now because I think we've played the same way for so long. People are finding those channels as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, you can see like 
especially Brighton. Like, props to Brighton. That was one of the best performances I've seen in the way team play at Anfield. Like, the way they would come behind, like, just say, left wing and striker, and then they'll sit in that pocket between the strikers and the midfield, and they'll have someone else between the midfield and the defence. It was just outrageous. I mean, the, the first game for Dick Zagreb, whatever you say his name, the new Italian manager for Brighton. Oh, yeah. To get a huge result like that too and to have a team performance like that as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, they were so solid. Especially after Potter leading. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big shoes to fill. I imagine a lot of people are very sceptical about his appointment, but if that's a sign of things to come from him, like, credit to him. But, yeah. Even Jesse Marsh, so we had a good game. Well, the whole team had a good game, I'd say. Jesse Marsh, Gross, McAllister, Casado. Sully Marsh. Sully Marsh. Marsh, what did I say? Jesse Marsh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is it Leeds United manager playing for Brighton? Pascal um, Gross. Like, <laughs> Gross has been fantastic this yeah. season. There was definitely a chance he had where he should have had a shot, but instead tried to cut it back. Yeah. Forwards, like... And Casado, is that how you say it? Casado, yeah. Yeah, well, it's been play. fantastic this year. In place of Basuma, all their players that they've lost, Brighton have filled those gaps and filled them. But even their fantastic. bench is decent. Like this, they had Lemty on the bench, which I was surprised about. But He's played a lot in international football. Yeah. For Ghana. And even Lallana, like when he's fit, he's a quality player. Like he fits Brighton's system as a player himself. Like especially like replacing like a gross... Or something like that. Like, Luana is a quality player. You just got to stay fit. I think he's taken a step back. Obviously, he was Agent. the face of the interim management. Yeah. Like, it must be hard for him at the minute. Must be struggling with a couple of long-lasting injuries and things. And while we're talking about Liverpool, what should we talk about? Oh, I can't pronounce his name, but Celtics manager, apparently going to be the next Liverpool and manager. Postacoglu. Yeah. Postacoglu. I think that's a fantastic, exciting appointment for Liverpool. Oh, no. What do you reckon, Jack? Well, he would definitely bring something different. Yeah, he would. Which, you know, we need something different at the moment. Free-flowing football, like, yeah. very attacking. Yeah. Picks, he, his scanning teams have been fantastic at all the clubs he's had. Mm. Even with Australia, the youth he brought up yeah. in that system. Like, I think it's very exciting to appoint a manager like that. He's been successful wherever he's been. Mm. So, he's got that going for him. I mean, obviously, you two want Stinky Steve to take the helm. but I, I want Pep Linders. Yeah. Yeah. You want him to take over from... Would he take over from Klopp now, out of respect? Peplin? Yeah. yeah. Probably. I think he's... Because Klopp... I think even before he signed this last contract, Klopp has talked about his retirement plan. Mm. So I think Peplin is sort of being groomed to go into that role next. Has he followed Klopp at all his clubs? No. no. So before Pep, it was Buvak. The guy looked like yeah. um, Snape from yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it was him for ages. And then Pep Linders came in... After our European Europa League loss in the final mm. in Sevilla, maybe I think it was like 2017. Yeah, it could have been 18. Peplin this came in. He's been with us for a while now. Yeah, yeah so it's probably 2017. Pep came in. I think that's when Buvac left. Yeah, everyone thought that Buvac was like Klopp's brains, and they remember all the conspiracy theories about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, Peplin this has kind of shown his um, maturity as a young coach. Um, I think he'd done a bit of stuff with the under-21s as well, Yeah, I believe. He's also, yeah, he's got good chemistry with the club and the players. And I'd love to see him have a go with it mm. after Klopp leaves. So I wouldn't want to sign move to appoint an assistant coach to head yeah. coach when your head coach is as prolific as Klopp has been. Well, yeah. if there's no other big managers out there, I'd love to see it. But unless we can get 
anyone. I don't but it's know. like it's like, yeah. I think the risk on Postacoglu is is fantastic. Like, well, plus it is still about four seasons away. So four yeah. years away. So yeah, bit of time for, for what's his name? Cost Postacoglu. 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 Just going big Ange, mate. Hey, yeah. Big Ange. Big Ange. Big Ange. <laughs> He's still got time to keep building on his tactics, his play, but. In a couple of years' time, if he's still at that level, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, I think he's only... you got to get him quick because when a Celtic yeah. contract ends, he's going to a big club. Yeah, contract up. Say he'll, he'll probably get a, a big club by then anyway. Yeah. I think he did a three-year deal or something. Something well, like that at Celtic. I can't imagine those... I can't imagine... Um, I was signing him while we still got Klopp. I think Klopp's contract will have to go. Yeah. And then... Well, we'll see. If there's a further <laughs> Liverpool capitulation, apparently initial contract for Big Ange was a twelve month rolling deal. Oh, okay. Oh, okay so yeah. they can have him; he can go whenever he wants. Yeah. Sort of like optional. Yeah, optional. That's very. That's a very interesting deal from Celtic. It is. Would have been cool yeah. seeing him go to Brighton. Yeah, I think it's just too early to leave halfway mm. through your first season when your team's flying. Like yeah, that. true. But yeah. Predictions for this one. Um, we all had it in Liverpool's favour, so we're all mugs. Scassi <laughs> and Benny had it, oh, and me all had it 3-1. Jackie had it 2-0 to Liverpool. All of us, no bueno on that one. This game right here was a great game. Two yeah. Mid-table mid te- mid teams in Southampton and Everton at St. Mary's. 2-1 mm. win for Everton. Um, and like Jackie was saying, Frank Lampard's done incredible things with this team. Yeah. They've gone from... A free three points to anybody who wants it. To yeah. A very defensively yeah. resilient team who are now starting to get forward and push for those goals. Mm. A shout out to Frank for the transfers he's made too. Like bringing in Cody and Tarkowski, Morpe, McNeil, Anana. Like he's made some great signings to try and fix some of the issues Everton were facing. Yeah. Especially the defense like Cody and Tarkowski. Like what a pairing to sign, especially for a, like a mid-table club you'd yeah. say. They're very... Yeah. Boring signings in the sense that they're two very shit house English centre backs, but <laughs> like he's made it like Dwight McNeil, another standard signing. Yeah. But then you look at someone like Onana, who's like a young, fiery midfielder, you take a chance on him and he comes and he makes those players around him shine. Like mm. the way he got up for the header, although he said nods it down to Connor Cody, bags his first for the Blues, and then Dwight McNeil scores an absolute Screamer. Thunderbolt. Yeah. Thunderbolt, that's the that's word. His first goal as well, like. Incredible. Shout out to Joe Arebo as well for his goal. Even I was surprised to, to see um, Gordon on the bench. Because I know... Um, what? No, no, yeah. oh, I was going to say, I'm surprised to see Gordon on the bench because Frank loves him. Yeah, he's played a lot of football with that England under-23s. True. And they Gray have a rest. Break. Yeah. Yeah. So let him have a break. This isn't a game where he needs to be <coughs> off and firing. You've got other options there. I swear I've never seen Conor Cody score in my life until he signed for Everton. <laughs> well, this is his first goal yeah. for Everton. Oh. Yeah. I think oh, he yeah. scored a couple headers for Wolves in their first season up a couple of yeah. seasons ago. Yeah. It's still, that transfer still wigs me out every single day I think about it. Well, he's not <laughs> like a... Doesn't make sense. He's not like a towering, like, massive centre-back. No. Nah. Because he used to be no. a midfielder. Yeah. Um, just a, he just knows how to throw himself around. Yeah. Yeah. He's not afraid to put a tackle on as well. Yeah. yeah, That's big sounding backs. Yeah, Everton, like you said, like we said earlier, starting to pick the points up. Not looking so dire for them. Obviously, a bit of a blip 
start the season. I think they're trying to adjust to life without DCL, who I heard just got injured again. <laughs> On his way again. back, another injury. Fucking I up. mean, that poor bloke. He has a whole world at his feet, but this is what happens when you're a Premier League footballer. Yeah. It's there one day and gone the next. Surely he just flies to fucking Mexico and gets some stem cells or something. <laughs> Someone's got to be doing something for yeah. I don't know. So what that's what Ronaldo does. Yeah. He flies to Mexico and just gets all stem cell treatment, yeah. and that's how he's gone on I for so long. I dare say players like Ebra and that do the same. The fact yeah. that Ebra's yeah. 42. Yeah. That man is recovering from his another serious knee knock he's had, and he looks so... Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. He's he nuts. Because he went yeah. over to MLS now. Now he's back in the league. Yeah. <gasps> fucking sell down here, bro. Fucking. He's nuts, eh? He's yeah. so jacked at the minute. And he's like still recovering. It's just the same thing with um, Ronaldo too. I can't see Ronaldo ever. I can't see him retiring before Messi. I no. think he wants Messi to retire first so yeah. he makes sure he gets more goals. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Like even though Messi's younger, uh, he's just like, I'm going to keep. Yeah. You can't stop me, bitch. I'm going to no, keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going <laughs> to outscore you. Because I know Ronaldo's going to be like, after me and him retire, no one else is going to get to this level for a long time. Maybe yeah. Helen, but... Yeah, I was going to say, there's one big Norwegian bloke who's Doesn't he have like fit enough. 175 goals already? Yeah, Highland. So, yeah. yeah. Something, something ridiculous. Gross. He's. Uh, we'll get onto it. But a stat about his hat trick. Well, I was just saying. Like, everybody else to get three hat tricks is like minimum of like 30, 40 games. Highland did it in eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Sam What's Hunter, he on now What's 14 He's on double the amount In the league Yeah Fuck off That's 14 ridiculous. goals yeah, In like 8 games <laughs> In the oh. fucking league He's getting like 1.8 goals a game That's And he got an assist Last night too Yeah Hat trick and an assist What's he's, he's got 14 goals And 3 assists In 8 games <laughs> Fuck it Honestly Fuck it <laughs> Southampton versus Everton at St. Mary's. Um, Scarcity, you had it 1-0 Everton. Jackie, you had it 1-0 Southampton. Benny and I both had it nil. I'm glad I backed the Toffees for this one. I was a bit nervous for that. but Up the Toffees. Cheers, Frank. Um, West Ham United versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, who sacked their manager this morning yeah. after this game. Bruno Large is no True. longer. And not only that, all of his backroom staff got sacked as well. Whoa. That usually Fucking doesn't silly, it? Usually it's like you can stay on if you want. There's going to be a new manager who might choose to replace you. Mm. Wolves were like, nah, you can all fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah. West Ham, Skamaka and Bowen put Goals. them to the sword. Skamaka was, his goal was fucking yeah. sensational. It was sensational. Absolute twat for a post. Skamaka. It's great to see West Ham <laughs> finally find some goals. Jared Bowen. Yeah. Again, very good in this game. Always an attacking threat. Was a reason why Skamaka got his goal. I love Jared Bowen. Mm. Good but to see him back on it. Yeah, it's good to see West Ham back on it. It's fucking well, it's, it's so good to see teams like West Ham do well. Yeah. Like that's why I think we're all frothing over Brighton at the moment too. Yeah. It's, good, it's refreshing to see a team that's not in the quote-unquote big six just come and just sweep teams away. So mm-hmm. it's good to see. Because West Ham still have the quality. It's just, yeah, I'm not sure what their side of the season, what was going on, but I think now they're getting the dice, or not the dice, the ball rolling now to... um just to get some more results, especially for their up-and-coming games. Like, the next two games is Fulham and Southampton, so... That's some nice points available there. And if they get form for that, they've got Liverpool at home, so like even that would be a tough game for Liverpool if West Ham pick up some form. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But Wolves, this has been many weeks coming for them to sack Bruno Large. They've been so uninspiring. Yeah. The signings they've made, fantastic signings too. They just... 
so fucking boring. Because surprised they didn't sack him earlier. Yeah, that's a wolves thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Usually, yeah, I love well. watching wolves. So usually, the fluid, like like two seasons ago, just before Jimenez's head injury, mm. like wolves were so interesting to watch. But now it's just it's just boring. Like even the Dharma Traore. Yeah, it's like we talk about him every week. He's, he's in a yeah. shadow, just uninspiring. But yeah, I'm very hopefully he gets to play to with him with a new manager coming in. Yeah, because he's not really been playing. No. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. It's all about his attitude. Apparently, yeah, he wants yeah. to yeah. not be at Wolves. But he wants to be at Barca. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how players have the mentality. Surely you just play. Yeah. Rocky socks. There's off. only one way you get that move, and that's by yeah. being good at football. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to get by sitting on the bench and whinging, sulking. Yeah, especially for a team like Boss, like they're only going to buy players that they are quite certain of they're going to do a oh, job. Not anymore. Not now. They're worth 600 mil again. They go out and sign whoever the fuck they want. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's crazy. They're really that. looking at bringing Messi back. Yeah, they went from debt to being able to spend 600 mil in like a day. Yeah. So this window after the World Cup, fucking hell. Fuck Barcelona, honestly. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be interesting to see who Wolves bring in, whether they'll stick to their Portuguese way of things they're going and mm-hmm. they're going to find... Because I don't know who's available as a Portuguese manager. I don't think Paulo Fonseca's available. I don't think... Well, they've just sacked Bruno Large. Yeah. You know, Espirito Santo still looking for a job. But I doubt they'll bring him back. Yeah. I don't even know who would go there. Mourinho. There's no big managers out there. So they... Just Nuno, but I don't think he'll go back, eh? No. He got Diego Costa, but he's on the bench. The big signing. Yeah. Well, he... Nuno left Wolves for Tottenham, didn't he? He didn't. It wasn't like he got sacked. No. Yeah. No, No, he left at the end of the season. Yeah. But yeah, it's just... What do you do with a team like that? Yeah, because they had so much fucking promising hope, Wolves too. Mm. And just overnight, it got sweeped from under. Yeah. All their their signings. Yeah. You look at their team, what they've brought in to strengthen it, the things they've already got, like a good, solid, young back line. Midfield's sensational. Like. I think it looks like after that game against, who was it? I think it was against City. They've now then went, all right, well, Ruben Neves is playing centre-back again. Yeah. Yeah. Because he <laughs> played well against there, City. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with Which that. Which is mental when you've got your club captain and centre-back. Loaned out to Everton and he's fucking doing bits for him, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wolves. Uh, Wolves is, another bizarre one. Wolves is there, and Leicester. Is there any news around why Cody left or why Wolves let him go? Like, do they not want him or I've not Cody seen just anything about it? Just I think it was just sort of like Wolves didn't want him, eh? Yeah, I think Large was like, "You're not going to play that much," to be yeah. honest. And he was like, "I'm club captain." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "I'm going home." <laughs> <on." laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going back to the tune. That, uh, not the tune. <laughs> <laughs> West side of England, mate. Not oh, east. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going up to Merseyside. So Cody's reasoning said, um, "Desperate to come here to play for this club. I got family and friends who are massive Evertonians." Well, that was just in this interview he gave. So for me, yeah, I think it was just like he had an opportunity to go home, play in his hometown. He's like, "Fuck it." Liverpudly and I don't understand he's oh neither fuck to know publicly a massive Liverpool fan and now yeah. he's kissing the badge of Everton yeah like did he oh, I think he has done yeah yeah well we remember the goal he celebrated against us that was offside yeah yeah, yeah that was oh, I feel like but I think I'm gonna calm down <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like I don't know if you boys listen to Ben Foster's podcast when he talks about like when you're a footballer you don't support football anymore like yeah. you watch it but you don't 
And then as soon as you retire or whatever, you go back to like, oh yeah, this was my team or whatever team you played for in your career, you go. Oh, oh, especially yeah. nowadays, probably back when like Neville and Gerard and yeah, when there Carragher. was one club men, you were in the youth system, you stayed there, and if you didn't make it, then you didn't make it. Because I remember when um, Frank Lampard went to City, like that was wild. Yeah, but that was mm. a fucking dodgy deal. Yeah, that was he was supposed to go to New York, and the City group were like. Oh, you just have to play a year for Man City first before you go. And he's like, "No, I don't want to." And they're like, "Yeah, you've signed a contract, so you can't have had to." <laughs> Ends up scoring against Chelsea. Yeah, what a, what a sad bite. Man City legend though, Frank Lampard. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> probably their best ever player. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, in this one, we all had it two 0 to West Ham United, except for Jackie. Oh, one all. I'm just looking. I've actually had a stinker this week. I've had two exacts. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. To be honest, I haven't gone through and added everyone's up. I just looked at your two, and I was like, yeah. "Fuck, you did well." I didn't realize we all had the Chelsea game, and three of us had this game. I what think I'm the only one who had the next game. Fuck off. There is no next game. We're straight <laughs> back. We'll, we'll talk about like it because Jose. I'll let you two go first, and then I'll say what I want to say. But obviously, Manchester United versus Manchester City at the Etihad. Um, 6-3, hat-trick for Erling Haaland and Phil Foden. For me, this was exactly what I was expecting when I saw this matchup going to happen. Like, to be honest, when I saw City versus United, I was expecting City just to dominate, score a lot of goals and win. And that's exactly what happened. I don't really have much else to say. It's just a, it's just a typical City performance. Like, they do it against everyone. It's so hard to win possession against them and then stop them from running the channels that they do. And then on top of that, now they got Haaland. It's just another threat that City have got. Like, if they weren't threatening enough before Haaland, now it's just like, now it's like probably one of the best teams I've ever watched. Yeah. I I was talking to you during the week, wasn't I? Saying, like, City are good already. Now they've got Haaland. Going to the next level again. Yeah. And it's like, how do you. When you're looking at City too, it's like, how are they going to go to that next level? Yeah, and they brought in Hallen. Hallen has got fourteen goals and three assists in eight it's games. Fucking mental. And like, no matter what, he's there. Like the first one where he like the start of the game, like in the first two minutes, like he's the back post header he got, where he like nearly went in, and De Bruyne got the deflection and it got cleared. But like he's just he's just fucking everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. can't. That was so. Yeah. I know there's almost, I'm not saying City steamrolling United is a way to shit on United as much no. as I love doing it. It's just fucking <laughs> how good City are. Like, you do it to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, every time I see City versus someone, I just expect them to do it. Yeah. I feel like we just got to talk about how good City are. Yeah. This one. Yeah. I think you can do the yeah. critique no, on United. Because as much as a 6 3 scoreline looks like we got royally fucked, I think for 45 minutes, we got absolutely bent over and exploited. I think that <laughs> first half, they basically. Whatever they wanted to do to us, they did. And we had no answer otherwise to stop them or to do anything else. Like, we were holding on for dear life. When it was 1-0, we just started to hold on, hold on, hold on. And then Varane getting injured just fucking opened the floodgates for him. Varane got injured just before the corner where Haaland scored his goal. Um, He was down in play the whole time they were in and around the box there. But he was the one who was there to mark Haaland. He was... Mm. They had two other corners they had before. He was on him every time, and so as soon as Harlan was free, Ericsson went to mark him every time, like <laughs> in the box, and that's why Harlan scored his second. Yeah, yeah. he literally just pushed <laughs> Ed, um, Ericsson out the way, 
and then was like, oh, it's going on Scott McTominay's head. No, it's not. It's going on mine. It was like every corner Ericsson was on. Like, yeah. I was surprised about that. Yeah, but, and Varane was there to just block that channel. Win those, mm. And he did it two or three times. Him and Leecher both won massive headers mm. in the box. But Well, I whenever f- it's a small person on a big person, your team do zonal. Yeah. On corners. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... And you just had to get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I've been doing my yeah. whole career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never winning a header. And I was, up, oh, here you go, Cal. Up until that second goal, I was like, <laughs> if we can get to half time and it'd be one or two, I reckon we'll we'll scrape. We might scrape one and then two, one, three, one. Yeah. That's fine. Four nil at half time's fucking rough. Yeah. And there's not much we could do about it. Yeah. That Phil Foden was fucking sensational. He's not going to get talked about enough because De Bruyne and Haaland is the... Headlines, but yeah. Phil Foden is Actually, so electric in and around yeah. the box. It's yeah. absolutely outrageous if he's not in that front three for England come the World Cup because he's so good and so deadly. And this is one of Jack Grealish's best games. Seen mm. him play for City. Jack Grealish did exactly what he was meant to. Like early doors, obviously, I revved up in the chat because Diego yeah. Dallo. First thing he did, yeah, first challenge on Grealish was drop a hip in him and put him in the fucking grandstands. And in the group chat, I was like, "Yeah, fucking good shit, boys, get into him." <laughs> yeah. But that's Grealish's game. Like he wants to inflict fouls. He wants yeah. to slow the ball mm. down. And especially when you've got in the final, De Bruyne, Haaland, Bernardo Silva, Ilkay Gundogan, Cancelo, Cancelo. Any of these players on set pieces that you can whip into that box and. Put on a plate for Haaland. It's so deadly. And even City, like, not long ago, they had massive defence problems. Mm. They brought in Diaz. And they didn't even play him. Played no. Ake and Akanji. Yeah. yeah, Ake and Akanji. And Akanji, well, just like quietly, is, is yeah. one of the most underrated signings. Him and Ericsson are up there nice. as the signings of the season because yeah. they're both very low. Like, Ericsson was free. Akanji was, like, 17 mil or something. Yeah. Egregious like that. Mm. Fucking sensational. And Sergi Gomez, when he came on at left-back, another... Yeah. Youth player. Yeah. Incredible. But yeah, like... Yeah, just on Grealish, I think I said earlier, you know, I mean, earlier potties that Grealish, what he's good at is dribbling. Yeah. And he did that. Given the freedom to get in and around yeah. those areas, like... Honestly, just so though, good. do we think this is the best team we've ever seen in the Prem? Yes. Like, it is yes. fucking insane. Yes. Like, the Chelsea 0-4-5 team, better. Yeah. Arsenal... 03 Invincibles, better. That United 08 09, yeah. better. Liverpool 18 19, better. Yeah. Like this, this team is fucking This nuts. team's scary. And I said it last night. They're going to win the league. They're going to do it with 100 points. If they don't win and Champions League. They're going to go unbeaten. Like, yeah. If this team never wins the Champions League, I'm going to be fucking confused. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know what's mental is Yaya Torre removed his African curse on them because he was the one that drew the Double balls conspiracy. out. Conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. yeah. Where did you see that? Did you not see when he was drawing the balls out? So when he left Man City, he went and saw an African Oh, you know, I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, this year when he's pulling the balls out, he's like, I've removed the curse. What? And he's, he drew Man City, <laughs> yeah. So And now look at them. They're fucking untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any team in the league, unless it's a freak off game, who's going to actually stop this City team from beating them. Yeah. Like, I don't... Maybe they'll get a few more draws, and yeah. maybe that's why Arsenal might get the title but this game like the second half of this game for me is why I'm not disappointed in this United performance because we turned it around well you won the second half 3-2 didn't you yeah 3-2 second half take that mate take that yeah to score three goals against Manchester City like yeah the penalty was dubious whatever but Anthony sensational strikes first half he was fucking him and Sancho might not have might as well not have been there. Mm. Second half he came out he was electric he was so quick so aggressive in his dribbles taking men on 
absolutely twatted that ball foul post. <laughs> so outrageous. Had another chance to score as well, which yeah. he took with his right foot, which was bizarre. But yeah, so good. Anthony Martial, when he came on, God, I hope he stays fit because yeah. he's so he puts in so much more of a shift than Rashi did this game. Mm. He's so much more aggressive and hound in. His penalty was a bit fucking bullshit. But Why is Casemiro on the bench? Because Scott McTominay has somebody's fucking sex tape on his phone and somehow <laughs> still wears a Man United shirt. As if you're versus City and you bench Casemiro like four times Scott McTominay gave away so many fucking passes in that midfield too. Getting caught doing the things he's supposedly gotten rid of in his he's game. He's sitting at mm. number 10 at certain yeah. points as well. It's like Turn on, like every time they broke, it was Ericsson was the furthest man back. And Chris, like, why the fuck is Christian Ericsson so deep? He's so creative. Get yeah. him up there. Get the ball out to him. And McTominay's up and he's like yeah. the least creative in the team. I, <laughs> Scott McTominay, such a wonder. Like he, in our team, like I know Benny goes on about Alanga being championship level. Scott McTominay is a genuine mm. championship level player. Like yeah. he should not be in this Man United team. And I refuse to hear any more slander about him being there too. Like, this game proved it. Yeah. Didn't show up. So many of his passes, he played sideways, so soft. Yeah. Yeah. And just let that city midfield run on when we needed to just hold the ball. But yeah, second half was much improved. Whatever Ten Hag said. Um, bit dubious not bringing on Ronaldo. Um, he came out and said it was because he didn't want to ruin his legacy by him playing in a game where we're that shit. We can't get the ball forward. But I think Ronaldo wanted to play. He saw his face. Yeah, like mm. I mean, I don't think he cares. He just wants a goal. Yeah, he just wants to be involved. But there's going to be games for him coming up. <laughs> yeah, as I'm yeah. involved, <laughs> please don't leave me out. That's <laughs> 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 him on the bench. At the yes, ben. Him and Casemiro. Mm-hmm. That's but yeah, nuts. I think we've got games coming up. Like I think we've got Everton next. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to have a fucking field day against Everton, mm. against Tarkovsky and Cody. He can just. Get his feet on the ball. Yeah. Pull off some magic. But yeah. 6-3. If it ended 4-0, I'd be sat here still crying. But 6-3. To turn it around. Um, yeah. Got some goals. Glazers out. Fuck those little plastic fucking fans who left. It sounds Glazers. it sounds worse than probably it is 6-3. Yeah. Because you've conceded six goals. But. Yeah. Like. 6-3 is the same City as 3-0. City though. City. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just can't do anything. The stats at one point were like 72% possession. Like, yeah. You just can't do anything against them. Then there's no, like, yeah, it'll be interesting to see Arsenal and Liverpool are the two big ones. Mm. But if your defence doesn't yeah. give up these next couple of weeks, mm. they're going to have a field day. Yeah. Especially Definitely. Jack Grealish on Trent. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. But yeah, so in this one... Scassi had it 4-1 to City. Jackie, you had it 2-0. Benny had it 2-1 United. And I had it 1-0 United. And lastly, but not leastly, for us so far, because Le- Leicester versus Nottingham has not been played yet, for us was Leeds versus Villa at Elland Road. No, no. It looked like Villa had most of their chances, but oh, couldn't finish. Yeah, I would not I would say Villa had chances, but Leeds had the more clear cut. A lot of Villa's chances were... They had one really good one not long after Sinistera got sent off where it got whipped into Coutinho. Yeah. And he hit it on the volley and then Watkins missed a rebound from it, open goal rebound. But I would say Leeds in and around the box created far more opportunities. And we only had one shot on target. Yeah, but they were, they were in and around it 
Red card in the 48th enough. minute too. Yeah. Still hold on. A very dubious record. Like I, I like a bit of shit history like that. It was only because yeah. he was still in distance. But they took the free kick quickly. That's what you get for trying to take it quickly. Mm. Archie Gray? Oh, yeah. Where is my man? Is he there? <laughs> Another conspiracy. Let's see. Fucking hell. Where's this man? No. God, where are you, Archie? You free still, Archie. You still haven't reached out to the pod. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Disappointed. We just want to know you're safe. Yeah. But yeah. In any post we do from now, we've just got to tag him every time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah another... Obviously, Jesse Marsh was also still suspended for Leeds. He was up in the oh, nosebleeds yeah. with his earpiece in, talking down to the bench, so... It's such a piss take back. <laughs> like, they're, they're making all decisions still. Yeah. With the earpiece and shit yeah, like yeah. that. Like. Did you see the Jose Mourinho video of him watching the game from his car? I'll still see if what? it's on his Instagram stories. It's fucking hilarious. So he's watching um, his team versus Inter Milan yeah. in like a back of a limousine. Like Is just he suspended? <laughs> yeah. <from Roma. laughs> you should have seen his celebration. <laughs> like when <laughs> Roma beat them. Oh, his story's down now. Fuck, it was hilarious. Like he was, um, he was watching it like in the back of like this massive like, it looked like a Rolls Royce limo. Like a Maybach just pimped up. And then after the win, he just gets the phone, he hands it to someone, he's just like outside the car, jumping up and down, and going, <laughs> just screaming. And, it was like, and he runs up to the camera screaming. I'm like, fucking hell. He's a legend. It's so funny. What a man, Jose. Oh. Yeah, fucking being a manager and being suspended must be a weird, like being able to watch the game, but be like, oh yeah, do this. Oh yeah, do that. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Do you leave it for your assistant to do it or should you try? I think you just be there and if they ask questions you kind of throw your two cents in because there's a reason why you're a head coach not an assistant coach yeah but I suppose that's what happens when you get suspended for going off naughty 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 but yeah this one none of us had the correct result Um, Scouse you had it 2-0 Villa Jackie you had it 3-1 Villa and Benny and I both had it 2-0 to Leeds United Mm. do you reckon we um, me and you Scouse picked Villa to win because of Stevie Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you guys just No, I go because Villa are not a very good team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I choose against them. Because uh, they don't play very good football. 100% because of Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> Stinky Steve and the Liverpool boys. <laughs> and that rounds out our week. Obviously, like I said, Leicester versus Nottingham's not been played yet, so we can't say what happened, but I'm going to guess it's going to be boring. Yeah, <laughs> I can't see it being like a crazy game in itself. But yeah. That's the recap for the week. Sweet. Should we get into some conspiracies? Hit us with what some What have you got for us, Scouse? Yeah. All right. One sec. Scouse's conspiracies. <laughs> it's conspiracy time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Very well done. Uh, well done mate. Really raising the production value. <laughs> so the first one was Muller was never young. That is true though. He just Just like bought at twenty five. Yeah, he just popped up twenty five one day, getting assists for Bayern Munich, role that nobody else can do. And like he's still like, I don't know. He feels like he's been the same age forever. Yeah, Yeah. watching him now just hasn't aged. Played football for like last fifteen years. That's that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Muller, one son. Next one is um, Fabrizio Romano. The um, journalist, he never sleeps. Oh, yes. Lord Fab. 
<laughs> yeah, he's well. I guess because it's Italian time for us. Like we always wake up and there's 140 Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah. Lines of people. Yeah, Lord Fab, my hero. <laughs> he's like the only him and James Webster. That's for Liverpool, not football. But for football news, he's the only person I trust. They. Yeah. yeah. He must have so much like inside information, but inside people. It's a crazy story about him. So he only broke on the scene a couple of years ago. And he did it because he got a couple right. So he used to say, like, just fucking throw shit against the wall mm. and hope it's dead. And a lot of it would be fake. But then he started to get a couple right. He got a couple big ones in one window, I think two, three seasons ago. Mm. And then now agents go to him. So they'll text him before they text the player to say the deal's done. Oh. <laughs> so they go, yeah, uh, this is happening. Like, I've watched his um, deadline day stream because he doesn't. It's a very boring though because he just mm. sits there on his phone like, yeah. oh, something's happening, something's happening. Like um, Willy Ganotto to Leeds, yeah. the young Italian lad, he called that like an hour and 40 before it happened. Mm. Yeah. Said, oh yeah, something's happening. Like, did um, Wasn't it like a story about a player's wife found out because of Fabrizio yeah. or something like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that well, they were moving countries. Yes, yeah, the player <laughs> only told his wife that the deal was happening. That's yeah. Yoshida. Hey? Yoshida. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Fab was like, oh, yeah, deal's on. He's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so the next one is, Ajax spawn a new 11 every year, then sell and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that loop go for? Five minutes. <laughs> We've got some time today. <laughs> we got five so yeah, Ajax spawn a new 11 every year. It is true. Except for Daily Blend, who's been there for like... Yeah. <laughs> left yeah. Tadich, yeah. he's still there. Yeah, yeah. Saying, yeah somehow left Southampton and went in. Yeah. yeah. What's, <laughs> what's going on with our keeper and Nana? Is he still there? No, Maybe he had a year time. off. Oh, true. Well, he didn't take a year off. He got suspended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because of that, like he could have come back and played earlier, but Ajax were like, no, you cheated. So yeah. You have to sit. You but he didn't back. really, I heard. Like... It was, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's in his system, but it, without knowing. It was one of those dodgy supplements things. Yeah. That UFC try, fighters trying to do like, oh, I didn't know this vitamin yeah. powder had steroids yeah. in it. But yeah. Like, well. I know this sugar had cocaine in it. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I thought it was just, you know, going cookies, man. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is um, Leicester lose almost every game, but still manage to get mid-table. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Very true this season. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they'll finish ninth. I don't know how, but yeah, it all happened. Okay. <laughs> Still in and around that Conference League spot. Yeah. This one's true. Tottenham have the same home kit every season. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the same play and white. Them and Madrid. I swear they don't change their kids. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> Alfonso Davies is the only Canadian player. In the world, <laughs> much, yeah. Well, but know me one more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow they've made it to the World Cup. Yeah. With yeah. Just Alfonso playing. Yeah. <laughs> Mon V eleven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one, this one, this one. The boys probably won't like, but Man United lose every game, but they always get Europe. <laughs> Grr. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandro just disappeared. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Where's that, where's yeah. that bike gone? Where is that bike? He was like on the way to being like the best, at least, best at least sort of top three at at the time. Yeah. Has is it just because Juve have fallen off? He's just fallen off too. Yeah. He still plays for Juve. Of course. Yeah. Fucking hell, Alexandro. I didn't even <laughs> thought about him. I remember like he's dropped off. Eh? I can't remember what FIFA it was, but you know, the old manager mode. 
He yeah. was um he and was man. my left back, yeah. yeah. He's a go to. It's either him or um Tellez. You'd see who's older. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'll take this or the other. Good old Alexandro, eh? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> this one this one's true too. Harry Kane has been 28 since 2015. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> since that breakout season for Tottenham, he's now in the yeah. world. <laughs> I don't remember him being under 28, though. Yeah, yeah no, because he did just break through and he was already like 25 years old. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, here's this new young striker. Is that what? That's crazy. He's on his way to breaking the record. Yeah. All time goals. Well, I've got one for you Lingard, potential talent. Still, yeah, that's still. actually in my that's actually <laughs> in my experiences. <laughs> well, oh yeah, the next one. This one's wild. I saw this. I had to research it. But Maguire has more World Cup goals than Lewandowski. <laughs> <laughs> Lewandowski, yeah. Lewandowski. <laughs> Fuck off, Harry Maguire. Get out of my club. <laughs> um, PSG have never had a prominent midfielder. Think about it. They've always had crazy attacks, good defense. We've never had like a yeah. world class midfielder. I do like Verratti though. He is, yeah, he's a great player, but like, yeah, he's not that that guy. Mm. I, you look back in the nineties, they had like Dino and Acotta and stuff. Yeah, like, even Maurizio Pochettino, you know. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that is wild. They just never have that that guy. Yeah, them guys in the midfield. Never had that mend them. Well, the attack <laughs> is so good that. No one in the midfield can compete. Yeah, yeah. basically. With like that stature. Of like They've got a good team line. at the moment. Mm. Kempembe, Marquinhos, mm. centre-back, Ramos yeah. on the bench. Flying too. Donnarumma, Hakimi. Like Messi's actually playing well for them. Messi, yeah. yeah. Neymar, Bappe. Di Maria left, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Who's he got? Correa? No. They've got... Who's their backup striker? I'm trying to think of his name. Uh... It's right on tip of my tongue, eh? Fuck, you're killing me. I think it's similar to Correa. I'm just winging shit right now. Oh, you're killing me. Let me have a look at their lineup. Oh, this is killing me. Yeah. <laughs> it's someone, isn't it? It's someone. Icardi. Yes. It's Icardi. No, no, oh, is he it left. He left to Galatasaray oh. in this window. Oh. Fuck, who they got? Who they got? Uh, no one. Oh, it must have been Icardi that he left. No, no. Yeah. Just, yeah. Didn't sign yeah. anyone. Who, no. who fits in their front three if someone gets injured but no Icardi um, or Ekatike Hugo Ekatike they signed from some other French club yeah somewhere um, that Newcastle wanted so he didn't so Mbappe didn't start against Nice last night it was Messi, Neymar and Ekatike probably Genie would be on the front three if there's an injury Plays he's a Roma. Roma oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> but fucking while we're talking about um, European football like um, Barca and Madrid's midfield are crazy at the moment. More so Madrid. Yeah. Like Madrid's Madrid. so young, like Tuchemeni, Valverde, Camavinga. Camavinga, man. And then apparently they're trying to snatch Bellingham off Liverpool as well. Yeah. Everyone's going in for Bellingham. Yeah. Imagine Bellingham, Tuchemeni, Camavinga, and Valverde. Dumb. That's insane. Dumb, dumb, There's dumb. their midfield for the next 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. But then, yeah, fucking Barca got Gavi. And um, Pedri. Yeah. They've also got like that, like those two. Some like other two. young midfielder they've got is quality. Some young balls at the moment, though, like midfielders. Yeah, I'm looking at this PSG team. It's a very young and exciting team as well. You've got Ekatike, yeah. Hakimi, Vitinha, Fabian Ruiz from Napoli, mm. Marquinhos, Mukiele, Donnarumma. Yeah, they've got a good team. Mm. 
And Messi, like you said, he's got his form back now. He's mm. just he's killing it. At Players the like Renato Sanchez, Nuno Mendes. God, God damn, PSG might actually do the damn thing this year. It's them mm. versus City, battle of the oil money. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. All right, well, our next conspiracy is James Milner has never been under the age of 30. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. He's still not. He went from 16 to 30. Yeah. yeah. Made his debut at 16 and then we went to 30 straight. He disappeared for a few years and then came back <laughs> in Man City. It's like, I'm here still. Yeah. Um, Edison has never made the save. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He's Correct. a rather conceited yeah. or kicking it. Correct. What did I call him last night? Sweeper keeper merchant. Yeah. Um, this is your one, Jack. Jesse Lingard turned from 20 to 27 in one season. <laughs> Pretty much. Since he went to West Ham, it was like, yeah. he just aged. He yeah. went from that prospect oh yeah he's actually old as fuck out <laughs> <laughs> of world or how do you say it other out of viral other wild and the are the same person <laughs> pretty <much>. surely <laughs> pretty much they're um, still the go-to center backs for belgium yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another conspiracy yeah. this one's not a conspiracy but it's just like a whoa daniel sturridge hasn't played in four years mm. okay. play for perth when he was i uh, mean he did, but like, did this he is really? A, yeah, this is an old screenshot. I think it was just before he signed for Perth. Yeah. Four years. That's gone so quick since he left Liverpool. He got his contract terminated at Perth before it was even done. Yeah. yeah. But he had a sort of a um, betting scandal as well. Yeah. 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 He's had a lot of shit going since he left mm. left the Prem. I remember he came to um, was it Brisbane. He was like, I'm looking for a barber. Yeah. So I sent I messaged Sturridge and I was like, my boy Hazy Fades, he never got back to us. So Sturridge, you owe us for that one. Yeah. Fucking prick. <laughs> um, did you remember? I would have been there shaking. <laughs> hey, Sturridge. <laughs> I love you. Have <laughs> <laughs> all the boys in the room waiting for him. <laughs> he would have walked fucking straight yeah. out. <laughs> With the fucking weird The pod set up as well. Yeah. Just give him the extra mic. Just yeah, come in, sit yeah. down. <laughs> we should actually try and get footballers on the pod. I'm sick with that bit. Fucking mental. Charlie Austin, surely. Lewis Nanny, mate. They'll be here in a few weeks. Yeah. Let's get them on. Fuck it. We're going, boys. Open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> Any footballers, you're welcome on the dugout. Yeah. Did you remember Fernando that played for City? Yeah. So yeah. Fernando and Fernandinho are the same person. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fernandinho just absorbed... Fernando. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> Sent his husk out to play in fucking Just Seville a clone. Yeah. yeah. I was used to get him confused on FIFA. I remember the like yeah. FIFA 13, you buy the wrong one. You're like, shit, this one's got the less pace. Yeah. <laughs> Wilfred Zaha has played for Crystal Palace for over 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Surely. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is Zinchenko's dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, me and Jack saw. I'm not even kidding. Spit an image of Zinchenko yeah. at the um, at Suncorp. It was a photographer. Did you get a photo of him? Yeah, I think I got a video actually. Oh, <laughs> look at Jack's! Vi- I'm not even kidding. I mean, Jack was sitting there for about nine minutes. Like, is that Zinchenko? And I had to yell at Alto and he's turning around, giving the thumbs up, yeah. and like left. I was like, no, nah, it's not Zinchenko. Because me and Jack thought like the fucking lead sign him or something. Yeah. <laughs> lead sign Zinchenko. Alex, Alex. But he, f- oh, fuck. I might have it. Keep talking, I'll try to find yeah. it. Yeah, well, next one is um, Marcelo disappeared when Ronaldo left Madrid. <laughs> oh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> poor Marcelo. Hyung Meng Son doesn't have an age. 
Pretty much. <laughs> looks the same as he did when he signed from Bayer Leverkusen. Um, Cellini and Benucci are the same person. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are both big Italian houses. And that's my last conspiracy. Oh, God, yeah. I'm glad we can you know, the real yeah. serious topics of the world. Yeah, and I'm also... glad we've taken them on. We can't forget the good old um, Archie Gray one, the old the yeah. dugout. That's our own dugout one. You know, somebody out there, if you if you have the answers, where is Archie Gray? What's <laughs> he doing? Is he all right? We just need to know. Free Archie Gray. Honestly. Yeah. Fucking, that guy disappeared for us. <laughs> but yeah, at least we, you know, we've sorted out the big issues in the world. Yeah. Well, you They're know, out in the public space. See, we're journalists, right? Yeah. We're journalists. This is right? investigative journalism, all right? <laughs> We should be getting paid a salary for journalism. Honestly, let's let's start a magazine, the Dugout magazine. <laughs> the Dugout magazine. We will get to the answers of this. Start our own blog, yeah. surely. Sixty pages of just us trying to track down Archie Graham what he's doing with his life. Yeah, <laughs> um, I agree. Let's do it. Fuck, I don't have it. Eh? I don't think I do either. I just got loads of photos of Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, officer, it's not it's nothing weird, I promise you. It's nothing. Did <laughs> you see my photo with Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scase's photo with Stevie is Stevie about forty meters in the background. Scase <laughs> <laughs> taking a selfie. Jack got one too. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's fucking terrible. I can't remember so the sad. photo of fucking Zinchenko. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, Stevie. <laughs> All right. I've got to actually Probably a bit more serious conspiracy one, but have you heard the Paul Pogba and his yeah, brothers? The yeah. insanity that's gone on. Yeah. There. It's, again, it's more African voodoo talk as yeah, well. Yeah. So basically, uh, it's Paul Pogba's brother. Matthias. Matthias. Put, put a, some sort of curse on Pogba. Mm. But Pogba's also used the same person to put curses on Mbappe. Yeah. Or some shit like that. Some weird. Why yeah. the fuck would the Pogba even do that, but it doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's all very... It's very strange. That stuff's very concerning because yeah. it's all like mm. mystic, deep stuff. Yeah. That they, like fully, that whole community of players, you know, obviously the French, African players, like mm. it's so real for them. Yeah. It's scary the way they talk about it. And yeah, because yeah. it is so real over there. Eh? Yeah, you don't mess the with the juju and, stuff. and the bad stuff. Like... Yeah. like um, let's check this because I want to see if Pogba's in the lineup for France. No, he's not because he's got an ACL injury. I wonder, yeah, because if it's true, I wonder if I don't even know. Like Mbappe and Pogba, are they playing the same team? Is there even beef? Is it just media hype? Is it just his brother talking shit? Well, another thing I saw was Pogba was trying to get real close to Mbappe to put this curse on him. So they yeah. were like real close, like friends. I'm trying to figure out why he would put a curse on. I guess to try and slow down his meteoric uprise. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. You can't imagine it's for personal gain. But so yeah, there was a 11 million extortion attempt by Pogba's brother on Pogba. Mm. So Pogba paid 90k, and yeah, he got done by a gang. He like went and tried to mess him up. Oh my god, this is very. I'm reading the thing now. <laughs> Read time without listeners. Yeah. So, um, four men and Pogba's brother um, did some type of gang-based extortion. I think they might have gone and tried to beef him up, try and get some money from him. So Pogba paid 90K. 
Um, they demanded 30 million euros. Um, and they were like, oh, you owe it because you've forgotten about us. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. This is owed to us. <coughs> yeah. Oh, it's not giving me the Mbappe details. But yeah. And then Pog's brother came out and was like, no, I, I didn't saw the do videos. this. Yeah. Mm. And he's, that's, I guess, where all this juju bad stuff came out. <laughs> oh, fuck it off. Cookies. What have we got? Blah, 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 blah. Four other suspects, relatives of the Pogba brothers, aged 27 to 36, women indicted for extortion with a weapon, kidnapping in an organized gang, and criminal conspiracy. Fuck yeah. Well, you see the Pogba brothers, they're always like dancing on Instagram, and like this just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, mm. it's just like <laughs> one day Matthias is like, nah, fuck him. Yeah. We're going to do him over. I'm not sure if it's Maybe jealousy it's or it's for money or if it's real. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's weird. I'm interested to see what comes out of it because, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with Pogba, like yeah. with his career, especially with the French, the French team. Like if he's been called out to actually do this, like would they even still pick him? Surely not. With yeah. Like Mbappe and stuff in the squad still. So, yeah, it's just Pogba's brother coming out and saying that he's trying to cast a spell. On Mbappe. It's just weird that Mbappe's even... Like, why Mbappe? Yeah, like, why Mbappe? They never play for the same team. They play for the French international, but... Yeah. Why do you not want to win a World Cup? I don't understand. Yeah. I've got the perfect idea. Let's see if Mbappe follows Pogba on Instagram. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and if not, then... then it's you're welcome. The dugout has sorted it. <laughs> Stop all journalism. Yeah. We figured it out. <laughs> Just get Mbappe to follow Pogba. Give him a little milli rock and they'll be good to go. Mbappe follows Pogba. Well, there Does we go. Pogba follow Mbappe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Oh, well. Oh, that's sorted. Don't worry about it. Maybe I not. understand why. <laughs> I understand why there's been no news in two weeks. It's hard to get to the bottom of this one. But Pogba doesn't follow Matthias. Just, Ooh. just Florentin. Oh, fucking think of Surely we sell this story to fucking Honestly. like Bleach Report or whatever. Get, get him, Sports Bible. Yeah, fucking Barstool. Anybody Bible. wants it. Okay. <laughs> now we've done the hard investigative journalism. Let's get into our predictions for next week, game week. I believe Premier League yeah it's all fucked or up because of postponements but it's all it's the next game it's the next round of fixtures the next round of fixtures for us it is kicked off by Bournemouth versus Leicester Bournemouth are the home team this week um, unsurprisingly we've all scored it a very low scoring affair um, <laughs> Scassi 1-0 to Leicester Jackie 1-0 Benny 1-0 to Bournemouth and I've gone 1-0 to Leicester as well yeah, we've all gone low scoring for that one. Benny, I bet Benny's picks this week are just fucking mental because he's not here to get roasted for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he can go as wild as he wants. Um, next up at Stamford Bridge is Chelsea versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, who may very well be in caretaker managership by them. They haven't found a new manager within the week. Um, Scarcy, you've gone 3 1 to Chelsea. Jackie, you've gone 2 all. Benny's and I have both gone 2 1 to Chelsea. I regret that now. I can't see Wolves even scoring. Mm. Oh, well. No. I'll get lucky, mate. You, I'll keep God's might smile case. upon you. None of I'm going Diego Costa. Yeah, Costa, right? He's going he's gonna to do it. Against get the double. Team. Surely. Yeah. Oof. Um, Man City versus Southampton. Again, at the Etihad. It could be a potential of Haaland scoring 
a hat trick, trick <laughs> in four home games, which will happen at before half time. Yeah, as It'll well. Happen. He also not only is he the fastest oh, player to score three hat tricks for the season. No, in this game. Yeah, that's right. Like, before half time, yeah. Four in yeah. a row, wouldn't it be? At home. Yeah, he yeah. is the first player in history to score three hat tricks at home, and in a row, and also the. Um, Fastest to score three hat-tricks in the Premier League. Also going back to Spurs, shout out to Harry Kane for um, becoming the highest scorer for away goals. He got 100. Oh, did he? Yeah. That's mad. He's got, he's, he's got the most away goals ever. And he's yeah. also the highest scoring player in North London derbies. Yeah. Records breaking all over the place. This new football breaking the world. If Haaland stays in the Prem for the rest of his life, he's going to break Shearer's record and Kane's if he breaks it, I reckon. Yeah, honestly. He could, he very well could do. He's also the first City player to score a hat trick against United since 1970. There you go. That's fucking mental, huh? Mbappe just, needs to come to the Prem. Like, it just needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think Mbappe is, like, it's going to sound mental. He can't do what Haaland does. Because oh, the minute Haaland's different. just physically blowing his way through, like, Mbappe still needs players to get him where he needs to go. Haaland was like, if there's even a sniff of a chance in the box, he's on it. And Haaland too, he's not just like a fucking striker that just sits in the box and waits. Like you see him dropping into like six to receive the ball and like pass it and like yeah. do one twos. Like he does, he's not a striker that just sits on the box yeah. and waits. There was a bit yeah. when Foden scored his first and there was that slow bit between the first and the second. He dropped all the way past De Bruyne to pick the ball up and then play the shitty pass back to the centre-back like just to get a touch <laughs> on the ball. It was mental. What about De Bruyne's assist? Oh, to Haaland's second ridiculous. goal? Was it? No, it was the back post. Yeah, where, where he just like whipped it around yeah. Martinez. I think it was. Scumbag. That's a fucking insane It came goal. off Martinez's head. That's the worst bit. Like he was floating with the header. So if he had just stayed straight, it would have pinged off. But mm. Thought he was messing up. Fucking Kevin De Bruyne. What a joke. How old is Hallan? Is he 22? Uh, I just had it up and I closed it. He's another one that's just come out at 25. Yeah, basically. Born at 25. Erling Bart <laughs> Holland is 22 years old. 21st of July, 2000. Fuck off. So he just turned 22. Yeah. And he's just fucking bowling. Um, but yeah. It's a bit silly, isn't it? City at home. Scassy 4-0. To City, Jackie 5-1, Benny 3-0, and I've gone 6-0. <laughs> I'll put 5-1 because Ward-Prowse, mate, is unbelievable. <laughs> Just a free, <laughs> a free, free kick. <laughs> yeah, 70th minute. Joe Aribo, mate, you can't count him out. He always pokes up with them. <laughs> um, Newcastle versus Brentford. <coughs> Very interesting game, this one, um, at St. James's Park. Scassi, you've gone 2-1. Jackie, you've gone 2-0. Benny's gone 1-0, all in favour of Newcastle. And I've backed a draw at 1-0. Ooh. Well, I think Brentford are going to need a bounce back. I think, I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't back Newcastle, to be honest. No, I'm <laughs> Newcastle at home too. I did it very late last night. Um, Brighton versus Tottenham at the Amex. Scassi and I have both gone 2-2 for this one. Yeah. And Jackie and Benny have go, both gone 2-1 for Tottenham in this one. With Brighton's performance of late and then Spurs trying to bounce back from Arsenal, I think, yeah, a draw for me. Now I'm looking at it, I would maybe back Brighton in this one because yeah. Tottenham are going to really have to turn up. Like Obviously, they've got Harry Kane, so they've only got to turn up to about 80%. But you've got to get a result because you can't let... You can change if you want. Nah. <laughs> I've backed Stick it. With I've said gut. it already. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got to get a result because otherwise Arsenal are going to run away. And whether yeah. they run away with the league or they just run away from Tottenham, that's got to be a major focus for them is trying to keep 
tabs on him. Add the Amex as well. Yeah. It's going to be a hard game for Spurs. Big, big, big game. And with the way Brighton just played against Liverpool. Yeah. Trossard, hot to trot. Very big game. They'll just stick to the same lineup, same structure. Yeah. Go again. Go Try hard. Try get the job done. Well back. Still doing the goddamn thing up top there. Um, this game, Crystal Palace versus Leeds. Uh, Palace at home. We've all backed Crystal Palace in this one. Um, Jackie and Scassy both with a 2-1. Benny's gone 3-2 and I've gone 3-1. So we're all expecting a bit of a goal fest here. Yeah, I think it will be a quite an open game. Yeah. There won't be too much sitting back. I think Jesse Marsh might be back in the dugout for this one. I think he got a three-game suspension and it might be served. Potentially Archie Gray. Archie Gray might you know be what? there. Archie Gray's not even on Leeds injury list. I'm looking at it now. Well, he's, he's oh, where is days. this man? <laughs> where is this man? I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> I'm going to see if he's in the 23s or something. We got to know. Jack Butlin plays with Palace. I didn't even yeah, realise that. He got injured in yeah. the Man United game over here. He broke his thumb or something. Yeah, he's fractured, yeah. yeah off a Martial shot because he's that strong <laughs> and handsome. Um, <laughs> one day ago, <laughs> one day ago, Leeds live, Leeds United evening headlines as Archie Gray is set to be massive player for Whites. So he's he's in plans. He's just what plans? Not what at plans? the moment. Yeah. Injury plans. Playing plans. <laughs> Where is he? What's he doing? How do, what's happening? Is he over? Jesse Marsh reveals bizarre injury to Archie Gray. This is twelve hours ago. That left Leeds United youngster. Hold on, are in we, no we going to get an answer to the joking mood. In no joking mood. Oh, Jackie, give us give us the deets, mate. I think world footballs listen to the dugout and they know that we've been demanding Honestly. an update on Archie Gray. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't say this enough. Like I said last night, Scott McTominay only gets picked because Ten Hag listens to the pod and Benny hypes him up every fucking week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got a sex tape and Benny's like revving him up every week. Um, a bizarre toe injury. What? Left him sidelined. Toe? Toe he snapped his he leg. He broke his leg. <laughs> what do you mean? Toe? What on earth is happening? <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a fucking like someone's trying to cover up a fucking like crazy story and I don't yeah. know what's happened. Yeah, no, it's just his toe. Yeah, <laughs> but his leg snapped. No, but it was just his toe. And <laughs> the insurance thing, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What? The? Oh no, this is funny. <laughs> So, no, like the leg thing, obviously, in pre-season, but this is a new thing. I've heard a little bit conflicting stories from his mother and him, but this is from Jesse Marsh. But something where he ran into a door or something with his toe. It's something silly like this. Archie Gray. How do you break your toe wearing the moon boot? Archie. (laughs) Has he broken his toe on his other foot? So, is he in two moon boots? Like... Archie Gray, we need answers, mate. What happened yeah. to you in that preseason game in Australia? Jump on Zoom. We'll Zoom you yeah. on the podcast. We would, we'll, we'll accommodate your time. We're yeah. more than happy to. Give us a ring. I'll actually message him. Fuck it. This I'll message him right now on the let's pod. Do it. Let's do it live on the pod. Archie Gray, we're getting to the bottom of your story, mate. I'm going to give him a voice message too so everyone can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll let you know next week if he's replied. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Archie right. Gray, all right, you ready? Let's go. Archie, mate, dug out of here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, I'll fucking unsend that. Hold up. Oh, oh no. I've got to send it from the dugout. Po- yeah, uh, yeah, page. yeah, 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 yeah. Do it from the dugout. So I'll do it from a different. Let's uh, not do it from the pencil because that's weird. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, who's the fuck is this, Kelso? Yeah, who the fuck is this dugout? Fucking rat, lad. 
Is that fucking Ryan from the Dugout <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Starts fangirl. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You guys have been talking about me. I'm the biggest fan. <laughs> I'm not been allowed to reach out. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't message this account unless they follow you. Oh, what the fuck? That's even that plays more than the conspiracy. Don't you reckon? Oh fuck! How, how did you do uh, the last one? Happening. Should I comment on his post? His yeah. recent post. Give us the answers, Archie. I say, Archie, mate. Hope you well. Hope you are well. <laughs> Archie, mate. Hope you well. Please reach out. Hope you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Love from the dugout boys. <laughs> Please reach out. <laughs> oh, Love yeah. from the dugout boys. Honestly, XX. Yes. Nah, I give him XX. XX yellow heart for leads. Is it one? So I said, Archie, mate, hope you're well. Hope you're safe. Please reach out. Love from the dugout, boys. XX hot. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> we love you, Archie. So, Archie, check your fucking comment sections. Please, please, Archie, get back to us, all right? Otherwise, we will fly to Leeds and we will find you in person. I've got a bigger conspiracy now. His last post on Instagram is when he was in Australia. So he's been ghost since... Fuck. Have the Pogba boys got a hold of him? Archie, where are you? No, nah, no, nah, that's Fuck. it. I'm going to voice message the Leeds page now. What is happening with Archie Gray? I'm messaging Leeds. Oh, right. come on. Everyone listening, about to voice message Leeds United. Everyone listening, we're doing this for you. We yeah, need yeah. to know. We want answers. All right. Hey, Leeds, what's going on? It's the dugout boys here. We're, um, we're concerned about Archie Gray's um, welfare and his um, safety and... This is well-being. We're kind of, you know, stressing out over here. We've been having conspiracies for a quite a long time, ever since he got injured against Villa in the preseason because he broke his leg and now he only has a broken toe. But there's been nothing about him, no news, no Instagram posts, no nothing. And he w- I can't even message him because Instagram's blocking it. So we believe he may be getting hold for ransom. He may <laughs> hold against his will or we don't know what's going on. So please... Reach back out to the dugout. We're happy to have the owner of Leeds come on the podcast to speak about this or Archie himself or even his, um, his manager or anything. So um, please reach out to the dugout. We're concerned. Um, we don't want to create headlines, but if we can keep this in-house between us, we're more than happy to do that. <laughs> so speak to you soon. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> you can't tell them that he might be held for ransom. <laughs> I can't think we've got him in the back shed. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. I want to fully say <laughs> the dugout boys do not have Archie Gray. Yeah, <laughs> <Man>, psycho. <laughs> Nothing to do with where he is. <laughs> we pledge, <laughs> we pledge our innocence here. I swear, I'm Man United. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I can't he, believe he came just to <laughs> <laughs> it. Just get rolling. He literally came to Australia and disappeared. Like, what's happening? <laughs> he was in Brisbane too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was at the game as well. <laughs> <laughs> We have nothing to do with him. <laughs> we got a SWAT team outside in a second. Oh, God, I can feel them. So, Leeds, you've got a week to reply. Otherwise, this is creating headlines. Oh, yeah. Fucking I think uh, Matthias Pogba headlines are big. Oh, so, God. Um, yeah. We've just started a football conspiracy that we have Archie Gray <laughs> held hostage. 
This is going to be a big hit, lads. Oh, God. <laughs> this is how we hit the big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is how we um, get to the number one podcast. Oh, my God. Cracking headlines. Because we're now a true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they end up replying? How oh wild would that be? I can imagine like their like social media manager just listening to it. Like, oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. What is this shit? Oh, oh man. Goes to Jesse Marsh. Can you confirm? Yeah. Oh, bro. If what we is going that, on? That's yeah. fucking mental. Imagine the messages and like, we'll give you a hundred grand not to say anything. <laughs> no. Two fifties off price now. Oh, fucking hell. We're joking. The dugout's innocent. None of us have a criminal record. Nobody's done anything. And no. also, we're back in Crystal Palace to beat your leads. We're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. We've created headlines about you potentially. No, I'm not even going to say <laughs> it. <laughs> I prefer not to speak like a hoso. West Ham versus Full Ham. Um, <laughs> at the London Stadium. Uh, Scassi, you've gone 2-1. Jackie, you've gone 3-1. I've gone 2-0, all in the favour of West Ham. And Benny has backed a one-all draw. Mm. You can tell he's not watched the games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Mitro, obviously, injured as well, as as the red card. Is he, uh, did he get injured for Serbia? No, I think he, he played. S- I think he played. Good old Mitro. Well, that's him not getting his 10 goals. <laughs> as I called. Did he get injured? Yeah, he came off. Mm. Early? Yeah. Early-ish? Um, let me open the thing. I don't know. I didn't actually see it in the highlights, if I'm completely honest. Uh, three down. But limped off and Chalabal sent off. Bobby Deckled over Reed, though. Scoring a back post header. Shout out. Mm. Um, the Fulham fans went up for that, too, by the way. The, uh, the Fulham fans? Yeah. They went nuts for that. Yeah, so they should. Full scoring, yeah. He's a hero. Now 4-0 down. Didn't he come from Cardiff before? Yeah. Yeah. 37th minute or 37th minute. I think he might have come off. He's injured anyway. Yeah. So he won't be there for that West Ham game. Yeah, which is huge. Big loss from in that front line. Oh, yeah. Um, One of the biggest games of the week, I think. I I think maybe the biggest game this week. Arsenal versus Liverpool. So first versus ninth. Away from home too for Liverpool. At the Emirates. Um, Scass, you've gone 3-2 Liverpool. Jack, you've gone 3-1 Liverpool. Benny has gone 2-0 Arsenal. And I've gone 3-1 Arsenal. I'm not mad at that, <laughs> to be honest. No. I was, I was, I'm just backing the boys, hoping yeah. for some form. Yeah. I was thinking about it genuinely. I, was, I didn't have Liverpool to lose when I first thought about it. When you look at that fixture at face value, you'd say, oh, Liverpool, shit that in. Um, but... That Arsenal team, the way they've just performed against Tottenham, the fluidity of their football and the fact that a lot of their dangerous play comes down those wings, it's going to be tough. We saw what United did to them in a big game. Interested Um, to see the lineup for that. mm. I'm actually interested to see the lineup for the Champions League game, whether Trent gets rested, whether a few get rested (coughs) in that game. Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, surely that'd be a big rest. Well, can you really afford to, I guess? You kind of have to get a result. Yeah. We yeah. have to get a result. Mm. Yeah. We have to get a result, yeah. Especially at home. We've got to play. Maybe that's why Diaz and shit were benched against Brighton. Yeah, I think like it'd be like Diaz, Nunes up front, well, and Jota. I know Diaz three. was benched for, um, because he was get, uh, late back getting from international. Yeah, well, I think Salah that plays. Sense. I kind of never misses a game. Eh? Mm-hmm. So probably yeah. like Salah and Nunez. Diaz or Jolla playing. Mm. I like to see Jolla play because when he plays, he's just 
Different gravy. Yeah. Mm. I think it's time for Nunez to start getting minutes. Put up oh, and shut yeah. Up. you got to earn Chuck that 100 mil left. Yeah. He needs to get minutes in, especially just get used to the team. But yeah, it'd be an interesting game. It'd be really interesting if Arsenal turned Liverpool over. Not just mm. from a United fans standpoint, but just in terms Arsenal. of the league. Yeah. But also, Arsenal yeah. to turn them over. From an Arsenal standpoint as well. Yeah. To beat Spurs and then beat Liverpool is fucking huge. Massive. Well, a lot of the chat over Arsenal is that they haven't versed anyone big. Now they've versed Tottenham. Now they've versed Liverpool. United. Yeah, they played Manchester United. Uh, I think think the chat was that they haven't beaten anyone big. Oh, yeah. 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 I was going to say, they did play someone big and they got mugged off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, speaking of the Mighty Reds, we looked to bounce back at Goodison Park. Very tough place to go. Um... Scassi's got a 2-1 United. Jackie, you've gone 1-0. Sacrilege. Um, Benny's gone 1-0 United. I've gone 2-0 United. As good as Everton have been the last couple of weeks, I think this is the game for players like Ronaldo and Casemiro to come in and Surely. have a big shift. Um, obviously, we've got, I think we've got a Europa League fixture in there as well. Surely Ronaldo has to start. Mm. Yeah, again, well, against Tarkovsky and Cody. Mm. You could see them going with the faster, more fluid front three of Anthony, mm. probably Tony and um, Sancho, maybe even Rashi off the left because Sancho really wasn't hot against City at all. But mm. yeah, but also Ronaldo is just a bulldog through the middle there. Yeah, you're not going to be doing a lot of pressing on those back two because they're just going to be punting it long over your head. Yeah, for us it'll be the midfield trying to contain Anana, um, try and stop um, Adrissa Gay. He's been huge since coming in for him. Yeah. Trying to stop him dictating play back there. Been yeah. an interesting game. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not a neutral's favourite game. It's not going to be a crazy high-scoring game, I don't predict. But like for like proper football fans, just knowing that Everton are on a two-game roll, you know, they just lost to City, so they're going to have to bounce yeah. back. So it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah. I mean, we did just score three against City. Like, yeah. So there's, there's goals in that team. Hmm. And finally, lastly but not leastly, probably what will be a very boring game, I'm guessing, Nottingham versus Aston Villa at City Ground. Um, <coughs> Scassi, you've gone 3-1 for Villa. Jackie, you've gone 3-2 Villa. Benny's gone 4-2 Villa, and I've gone 2-1 Villa. Ooh, up the Villa. 4-2 Up Villa. stinky, Steve. Yeah, I can't... I'd, oh, Benny? I'd love to have Benny here to explain why the fuck he's gone 4-2. And yeah. Aston Villa are going to score four goals. Should we call him? He w- I don't know if he'll have any service. I'll try. Give it a try. <laughs> just for that explanation. Yeah. Just quickly. We're nearly done with the potty here. He's going to get absolutely screamed at too for getting a potty call. But um, yeah, I think, I don't know, I can't see Villa putting that many goals away. They're not that no. in that attacking line. Ollie Watkins, Coutinho. They do have a lot of good attacking players though. Yeah, they just don't seem to be Working together this season. Emi Buendia. Yeah. Again, went missing. He had Not a doing much, eh? Hey. No. Scumbag. Oh, he doesn't want to speak about it. Yeah, scumbag. <laughs> we'll get on to him next week when that result definitely does not happen. Or two, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah. That's our predictions for next week. Obviously, we've done some conspiracies. We've started some conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if Leeds reply. Oh, God. 
I kind of hope they don't. Yeah, what have I done? Yeah. Unsend it. Gonna lose my job. Gonna lose my podcast. Gonna strike us down. So this might be the last episode of the dugout. So we might disappear. Yeah, fucking hell. We might holiday. This will be our tenth episode, so we're ten and done. But yeah, just next time we go to England, just don't go to Yorkshire. Yeah, honestly, avoid at all costs. Yeah, so shout out to you guys. This, like I said, this is our tenth episode today, boys. So Happy days. Fucking ten episodes going strong. You know, only I think it's only one percent of podcasts make it past eight yeah. episodes. Wow. We're in the boys top one percent, boys. Boys are going and we're flying. Top one um, percenters. Yeah, give us a like, share, subscribe. Get us out and about there. And comment some of your conspiracies too. Yeah. We want to hear some more. Unless you leave United, then please don't comment. (laughs) We love you. Unless you're Archie Gray, and then you can let us know. I actually think Archie Gray is a good footballer, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's why I was so concerned, I think. Yeah. No, obviously it's all in jest. There's no criminal activities going on. It's just banter. Just Just love. It's just the boys in a room. It's been weird this week without Benny, but hopefully next week he'll be back and we can fucking... Harass him for how the fuck he thinks Aston Villa are going to score four goals. <laughs> yeah. I think we've done well. Aaron 45 without one of the boys. Yeah. So it's it's good for future episodes if one of us misses out. We yeah. can still keep the ball wrong. Feel free to comment that you hate Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you prefer it without him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love a vote. <laughs> I'm not doing this poll. Liverpool versus United every week. <laughs> but yeah. I guess that's a potty this week, boys. Wicked. Happy days. Easy. Up the lads, up the dugout. Give us a follow. Give us a share. Rate us as well. That gets us um, in the algorithm as well when you give us a rating. Um, leave some comments, any topics you want us to talk about. But um, besides that, we'll love yous and leave yous. Yeah. Up the boys. Well done, lads. Next week. <laughs>